Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. This is like the worst time ever to bankrupt. For sure. Right, because everything's the on a card. banks don't got money. We don't got money. <laughs> the banks are bankrupt, man. Yeah. If a bank goes bankrupt, did they just, did they just call it rupt? Yeah. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. Jennifer Love Hewitt, I met her once. Right. And yeah. she told me that she was going to come sing at my 13th birthday party. And she... she never came to sing at my 13th birthday. <laughs> and we got something in common, because I always wanted Jennifer Love Hewitt never got her either. So. I also well, woke up on my 13th me. birthday she rubbing something, yeah. thinking about Jennifer Love Hewitt. She... The Dave and Mahoney Show. The chemtrails turning the frogs gay. All of it absolutely <laughs> true. What about yep. your read a frog leg? Yeah, man. Well, that tells us something about Mahoney. They delicious. Was it riveted for your pleasure? <laughs> it was. Right. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, some bad news. A United Airlines pilot has been charged with criminal mischief after going nuts with an axe. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, there's, what? I don't know if you saw the video of this. Like Axe body spray? Was he, no. do, did he put too much on and he caused uh, an incident in TSA? I, I guess porn. he had had just about enough with one of those, you know, like airport little gates, a little thing that flips down and then goes up, you uh-huh. know, lets cars through one at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he tried to destroy it uh, I, I mean, by busting there. out an actual yeah. literal axe yeah. and then going over and hacking away at uh-huh. it. The bad news is it didn't really work. Yeah. I watched the video, and he's just, like, hacking away and hacking away and hacking away, and, like, it's not doing anything I, to I, it. I think we can all empathize with somebody like this. If you've been in a situation where you're trying to get out. And Traveling. It's probably getting, like, I canceled mean, would, flights, moved flights. Sure. If it was a person he was attacked with the axe, I, I would be, like, lock that dude up. But this guy just, he just hit his breaking point. But, yep. like, you're a pilot. Like, that's not great. <laughs> so, probably why he was more frustrated. Uh, been flying forever. Uh, so, Kenneth Jones, 63, accused of repeatedly striking the metal parking arm with the long-handled axe, knocking it off its base, and then fleeing on foot. Uh, after a, <laughs> On foot? Yeah, I guess somebody finally confronted him. The employee told investigators he was able to grab the weapon from Jones during a scuffle near a security fence. The pilot then ran into a nearby field, had to be taken into custody by the police. He told authorities he was trying to help several drivers exit, and he had, quote, just hit his breaking point. Yeah, man, like, I think we all can understand that, but there's a better way, man. Just run it through with your car. Yeah, <laughs> and that way you just act like an accident. Like I, I missed the break. Yep. I missed Oops. the break. Semi- some good news today as well, and Mahoney, this uh, is very on brand for uh, for you. A California man said that he was out with uh, some friends, and they were boating on Lake Tahoe, and all of a sudden he got a notification that his security was going off at his house, and there was motion in his living room. Okay. He pulls up the security footage. There's a bear. There's a big-ass bear. bear. Broke into the apartment, looked around for some food, broke his TV, and then went and took a nap. On the man's bed. That bear made you his bitch. That, I mean, just. You are that bear's bitch. You are a bear lay, bitch. Didn't even just lay down in the living room, like, found the bed and was like. That's ah. probably the best sleep that bear's ever gotten. I bet. Dude, but uh, why do you got to break the TV? Yeah, man. Like, yeah, I mean, like, you, you sleep for you, food. You, you, you can go, take a nap. You, you can Goldilocks on this bed. It's it fine. probably had, like, a certain news channel the bear didn't want to hear anymore. <laughs> Is that you know? what it was? Yeah, he <laughs> was just like, get us off. No more CNN. Yeah, I hate big media. They uh, they they said that they went back to the to the place and they started making loud noises and the bear woke up and then fled out of the window and had broken in to get through which is a fairly ballsy move in and of itself because uh-huh. this was a big bear man big old big fat old bear he's been oh, he's, hibernating he's got a big old booty he got a big old booty oh, little cool. tail big ass bear like you know that he's had to smell bad too like do you keep can you keep those bed sheets can you wash those and they'll be all right I mean you had bear yeah. ass on it literally yeah <laughs> even bear ass in my sheets man it's the Dave and Mahoney show. All right, so this is kind of a loaded question. How do you feel about house guests? Because I feel like there's a pretty wide swing here on this show where 
Um, I don't love house guests, but I have a lot of house guests just because that's sort of the world that I'm living in right now with mother-in-law and family coming to visit and little kids and all that stuff. Audrey, I feel like you love house guests and Mahoney, you absolutely hate house guests. So, um, Audrey, I'll start with you today. How do you feel about a house guest coming to stay with you for an extended period of time? Well, I don't have a home currently. I live in an apartment, a mm-hmm. one bedroom. So my ideals on this are a little bit different than they were. Okay. Um, if Things I have a changed. guest bedroom, I never care. Come whenever you want. I mean, as a person who's moved my entire what? life, that's literally just how my existence has always been. If I move away from somebody, please come visit me because I, pro- I I'm missing you. Otherwise, like if I've got to share a bed, or have you sleep on the couch? But maybe like, just get a hotel. Don't you regret that? Because like for for a while there, like you had an in law that was living with you for how many months? Like six months or something like that. Yeah, I did. But I mean, that was I knew that was going to happen. Didn't he play drums too? He was a drum player. <laughs> but I mean, on <laughs> You're the other hand, show up and bring your drum kit. But also on the other hand, my mom has come to stay with me for an extended period amount of time too. I mean, define an extended period amount of time. Well, I'll, I'll give you an example. Like that a is couple a real months. Life, that is a your real mom life stayed example. With you a couple months. Yeah. My mother-in-law is arriving next week, and she is going to be here for a solid month. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. Whole month. <laughs> One month of my life. That's what happens, man. Yeah. And I mean, look, you know, you kind of have to weigh it, right? Because it, I don't know, this is probably the situation for a lot of people. Like, you're not doing it just because you want someone to come freeload on your couch or whatever. But there's it, certain it's people for, that get a it's, pass. For, it's for like a necessity. Your right? mom, like, or in your case, your your wife's mom gets a pass. Well, I've not, you know, it's one uh, thing. Yeah, for me, Dave, not so much. No, but, but for your wife, she yeah. does. Just like when you know your family probably comes. You know, like if your brother comes he and he's staying for a month. You know, I mean, how long did your youngest brother live with you okay. uh, originally? But that I, that's because we were very early on in our relationship and I tricked her. Okay, that's different. I, I understand that. <laughs> but like for me, unless you're my mom or my dad at this point, you're not staying with me, really. Unless you're you like somehow falling on destitute times. Like if you guys were to like, you know, be in a situation where you need to stay. Sure. Absolutely. Because, you know, you I know you're not like. It, it would be no fault of your own, and you needed help. I would sure. literally But, like, never if my friends from St. Louis are coming. <laughs> sleep in my car. I literally could not. Yeah. I just got a brand new car. I'll sleep in that home. But if my friends <laughs> from St. Louis are coming or friends, you know, like old friends, get a hotel. Like, my friends offer me to stay at their house all the time, and I'm just like, I don't feel comfortable. Like, I'll stay at a hotel. I'll, like, I'll pay you the money. Like, I know it's fiscally I could save some money, but for me, I'd rather pay the money than have to feel like I'm putting somebody out, feel like I'm uncomfortable, feel like I have to stay up. There's just a lot of stuff that goes into it. So, for so, me, I'll like I'll pay you to put you up in a damn hotel if you come to visit and you can't afford it. It's so interesting because I feel like the, just the world has changed. We their uh, arms used to be far more wide open back in the day than they are now. Well, I feel like there used to be less options. To stay, you Very know, true. not, you, you know, I, I feel like it's there's way more than ever. You used to have to have like a travel agent to book a hotel. Now it's like, you know, an app. everything's on your phone. But uh, interestingly, they did a survey of 2000 Americans. They found that 72% of people had told a house guest to make yourself at home. And 91% of those people regretted telling those people that. Because I, that's a high percent. <laughs> high percent. But I also think that a lot of times, and Dave, I'm not speaking for the both of us here, um, but I feel like a lot of times people take that. And use and abuse what that means. Yeah, so they, they said that the the top complaint was guests expecting, like, more meals to be 
prepared for them, which seems kind of egregious if you're an adult. Uh, overstaying their welcome, close at 45%. Uh-huh. Guests making a mess, 39%. Uh, results that said that the worst guests generally tend to be friends, followed by siblings, and then in-laws right behind that at 37%. If you come into my home and make a mess after I am providing you with shelter, you've got to be out of your mind. And you want meals, too? Like, you're an adult. Settle down. I get, like, it's not, I mean, I guess it feels very bed and breast breakfast not going to prepare you a meal. Go to Chipotle. But if I'm already making the meal. DoorDash, if you're already making the meal, right? But if if you think that you're going to be able to complain because I did not prepare you a meal, like, who do you think you are? You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Long story short, like, I think we're living in, like, a multiverse, and they are similar but different versions of us in every other universe, you know, of the universes, rather. And, you know, since I believe this is true, I can confirm that the other versions of me are just as good looking. <laughs> Message to I mean, you ever think about like certain choices that you made in life that could have gone real wrong and yeah, probably would have just like destroyed any semblance of a successful future? Oh, no question. I mean, like there's like like very specific moments where I'm like, if I had gotten caught doing that, uh-huh. my life would have been absolutely ruined. Would just be ruined. as a kid, you just feel like you're invincible. Like yeah. everything that I think back to whenever I was a kid. Like, I just am in just total shock and awe. Like, if I had a kid and I caught my kid doing some of the stuff that I did, because I wasn't yeah. a bad kid. I just was doing things with people who I shouldn't have been doing yeah, stuff with. Yeah, you're around with. bad people. We've we've all been in that situation where when you look back on it now, as an adult, a responsible adult, you're like, I'm 18 years old and wandering into some crack house in mm-hmm. downtown where it's just... You know, people scampered across the streets and some flop 16, house. Being going to college parties. And you're going there trying to get, like, Boone's Farm. And Dude. you're like, what was that? That was I, they, imminent death. They talk about what is gentle parenting crap. No I would way. have been beating the ever-living <laughs> crap out of myself. If I was the adult, if I was my mother and I caught me doing the stuff that I was doing, I Whooping. would have been... Toast. Dude, Toast. I, th- I think about the fights and stuff that could have gone, like, the wrong way. You know, yes. there was a couple just monster fights. You know, people have guns. You've got bats, gu- you know, chains, knives. Like, people could have died. Like, I could have died. What are we doing That's in a situation chains. ever where people <laughs> are flipping over cars? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, in college. What? No, I mean, this is high school. Just, well, and and at University of Kentucky, I was just watching people flipping cars and burning couches. But and, that was because they were happy. Like when it's an actual still, fight, and everyone's like anchor man, yeah. like they're armed with tridents and baseball bats. Dude. Like tridents. <laughs> and I, I don't know if that's because you know I tell my wife about you know some of the stuff that like I went through in in high school and college, like my you know teen years. Yeah. And, you know, she she just can't believe it. She's like, nobody in my... I'm like, you were rich. Like, not rich, but, like, you grew up in a affluent area and your dad made sure, even though he was a single father, to, you know, that you were in the best area because that's just, you know, who he is. Whereas, like, you know, we grew up in, a, like, a, 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 you know, the lower class area. Lower middle class. Everybody's angry. Yeah. Dudes at that time were just like, all we do is fight. Yep. You know, and it, like you think about how that stuff could have escalated and gone crazy. I think about that. Like I'll be laying in bed and I'll be like, "Thank God I didn't kill anybody, no or I didn't kidding. get killed." Yep. Hey, hey, hey guys, 
do any of you have a really expensive hobby that's eating up all your money? Huh. How much money have you dropped on that hobby? Message deleted. Uh, the boat was uh, pretty expensive. Yeah. As far as hobbies go. But that's, I mean, like, Dave, the, that's not a hobby. You're creating memories that's for your an children. That's, that's actually what got me. It was like the marketing is like, you only have 18 summers. And I was like, oh, my God. Really six, only like 13 while they like you. While they like you, yeah. While they like, like you. Half that's no, already gone, so yeah. Having a boat makes it better because then you can bring your friends and your friends want to go on the boat. Yeah. I mean, but, no, that's like when you're 20, Audrey. That's not when you're 13. I used to love going over to the lake with my friends because the tube, tubing. Yeah, the tubing, yeah. The violent tubing. Violent tubing. <laughs> just, you just go flying off that tube. There's limbs and bathing suits everywhere. There's just no death. better, worse <laughs> sleep than a post tubing day. Oh, sleep. God. You got your head You're is sore, but also so tired. Yeah. Road rash from the waves. Yeah, man. Going 85 miles an hour, just skipping across the water. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not just like the actual boat itself, it's like all the accessories and stuff like that. You the, know? the tubes yeah. cost, they're not like they used to be. They, no, they know that they got dollars. you. Yeah. 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 There was nothing worse, though, than being with a friend who had the boat that had, like, the strict rules of, like, no, you have to rope, to get the rope perfect, like, in a perfect circle. Because we're always, meanwhile, we're just, like, lobbing everything in and it ends up being, like, a giant knot. Giant knot, yeah. You can't no, be you doing can't that. that. You got it. I know, but I was, like, 13, 12. I know, learn. Oh. Get your it's not lines. my boat. <laughs> You're enjoying the spoils of it. Wrap up the rope, lady. Nah. I'll, but Mahoney's got a big just, uh, big old investment that well, you just purchased for well, your hobby. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, was it about eight years ago, eight, nine years ago, when I was, uh, you know, living in Houston by myself, and my wife and I were doing, the like, the long-distance thing, and, you know, when you move to a new city, you don't have any friends. Yeah. And uh, I, I needed a hobby, and so I was like, "Oh, let's let's get into photography." And that has been the most expensive choice of my life. You just purchased a new camera. I did, but I it's did. for the show. It's for the show. That's what I tell myself now. How much yeah. you spend on that new camera? You know, seventy five hundred dollars. Seventy five hundred dollars on a single camera. I mean, but I posted a picture <laughs> with a the video. camera. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm getting people. I love that dark humor. <laughs> Told people I got Botox, and when they laugh at me or they say, "Why would you do something so stupid?" I'm like, "Nah, bitch, I got Bill's palsy." <laughs> <laughs> Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney Show anytime by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. So I'm pulling out of my driveway this morning, and I see this very large bird go flying by, which is weird because when I was leaving the house today, it was still dark outside. And then I realized, because it landed on a street sign just a couple of feet from where it had taken off, it was a big old owl. You had a you got an owl swooping out your neighborhood. What and in I, the Harry Potter? I know. Like I don't know if I've ever just seen like an owl in the suburbs <laughs> just hanging out. I mean they 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 have they roam. They, they have wings. They can go wherever they they're, want. They're looking to eat little dogs. Look at look at the size of that thing. Because I took a picture of that. Let me see. Dang, yeah, that is so that's a big ass owl. Oh my gosh, get your sweaters out. That is the most fall thing I've ever seen. It is, and it's sitting on a dead end sign too. You know, isn't that just very Ooh, very ominous, creepy, and yeah, yeah. That owl's Mercury going, that, is in retrograde. Yeah, owls at you know owls and dreams are uh, like real are, bad signs. Are they a bad omen? Are they? Oh yeah, like it means death's coming. But what if like one like crosses your path? Is it kind of like a black cat, or am I going to be okay? Ah uh, no, nah, it's it's probably over for you right now. I- imminent death. Yeah, you yeah. better get your affair in order, you know. <laughs> Make uh, sure that trust is up to date. That's not a, what owls mean in dreams, Mahoney. Yes, it is. I, it literally says if you're dreaming about an owl, it might be a sign of wisdom or knowledge. No. Boom. A bad omen is a raven or a crow. Oh, that's way different. So when we're talking about like <laughs> scary birds, though, 
I mean, owls can be pretty terrifying. Sure. Ravens and crows are always Dude, especially creepy. big ones, like oh, yeah. the big, big bad, the big baddies, the thick ones. Because I know, like, I've got a couple of friends over the years that have disclosed to me that they are terrified of birds. Birds are just kind of like heebie-jeebie, yeah, for sure. But what is the scariest bird? Vulture. So, I didn't even know that this was a thing. Uh, ranchers in the Midwest are battling black vultures. Uh-huh. The reason they're called black vultures is because they're totally black, but then their faces are also totally black. They look like they've been murdered out like a car. <laughs> like they're just yeah, that black, on, black. black on black. Yeah. Uh, but they, I guess these, these ranchers in the Midwest have been dealing with these black vultures because they've been killing newborn livestock. <gasps> So like a new horse or a new cow is born. Not the babies. Yes, and these vultures come in and just rip them to shreds. What? I know. I was punting a vulture. They rip them to shreds. That's what they do. God, that's so. Put out the scarecrows. That's that's how you make pulled pork. So they. uh, These like these these birds have like a five foot wingspan, which is a pretty big big bird. bird. And they're related to turkey vultures, but black vultures are known to be a lot more aggressive than I'd the say turkey so. vultures. And the fact that they're like going swooping down and just eviscerating what these newborn do? ponies is just unreal. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? Shoot them on sight. I mean, I, I don't know if you can. I'll shoot, I'll shoot a vulture. You will? Yep. Because there's a lot of vultures and then different birds that are protected. Oh, hey, you know what? F around, find out, vulture. I mean, I think you just bring the ponies inside. You're going to come after a baby pony? You're going to bring it inside? No, I don't care. I don't care if America's out here protecting uh, vultures, if they're out here attacking little baby ponies. Nah, man. Ponies, cute. Vultures, ugly. Ugly animals die. Period. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. A fish, a lifestyle, and a haircut. Haircut. This is Mullet Over with Dave and Mahoney. Fred is joining us today for a round of Mullet Over. Fred, have you ever had a mullet at any point during your life? Oh, man. I had a flat top in high school. Yeah. I I was never brave enough or allowed to have a mullet, but for a short time there, did have the rat (laughs) tail just like you did, Mahoney. Well, I had a full-blown mullet. I just uh, repressed those memories when I found, when I was going through some old photos, found that glorious Kentucky waterfall hanging out the back of my, uh, off the back of my head, touching my shoulders, that, looking cool as hell. That was a tremendous mullet that you had, and I can't believe that you forgot that you had it. Uh, Fred, the way that this game works is I'm going to play you three individuals. Only one of them has a mullet, but I tell you, all three of them sound like they certainly could. It's your job to try to identify the mullet in the wild. Are you ready? All right, give it a shot. Dave, real quick, I want to say this. The mullet is popular again, Mm -hmm. and a lot of times we slander the mullet. And I don't like it because the mullet is looking good. Okay, so the mullet. because it's young athletic baseball players who are rocketed and they're wearing them tight ass pants. And I know where your eyes are. Eyes are up here, Audrey. They're they're getting perms with it too. They're at a little curl. The curls get the girls. You you think they're getting girls get the girls? Okay. Yeah, no, they are. Like that's the thing. Are they really? Yeah. (laughs) They're getting perms. Why why do we live on such a stupid timeline? Because they look hot, Dave. No, it's it. it, it, Okay, as a woman, you're telling me it doesn't take away from the hotness if you find out that this guy threw out his ironic mullet and then got it permed. You know what? 
Your girls your, do it. Your boyfriend. Let's say he's bald. I know. We'll <laughs> say he had a curly perm mullet. You think you still be into him? No. Nope. <laughs> I can't even imagine with hair. I so. cannot either. <laughs> All right. So here we go. The first one. This uh, this guy, I guess, had a bit of a ban from uh, from Planet Fitness and does not make great friends at the gym. I'm on that recumbent bike trying to work up a sweat, and at some point she turned around and saw my face looking like. <laughs> And mistook that for lust. And she looked down at me and said, not on your best day, fatty. One part of me was like, good for you, sister. Problem is, the biggest part of me responded, and that's the hillbilly that runs my mouth hole. And he immediately was like, look here, heifer. I wouldn't take you to a dog fight if you was the defending champ. And as a result of that, I'm no longer allowed at the Planet Fitness. Oh, boy. No mullet. <laughs> no mullet on that no guy. Mullet. No mullet. Okay. I feel no like mullet. it working yeah. out... If- that guy's age, the type of mullet that he would have, it would get so wet and stringy with sweat. Yeah, moist mullet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no mullet. All right. Uh, Fred, you don't have to uh, to make a decision yet, but how does that strike you, mullet or no mullet? He sounds bald, I bet. Mm-hmm. Okay. On to the second one here. Uh, this guy is one of these, like, tough dudes who, you know, went to the school of hard knocks. He's talking about how everyone needs to get knocked around a little bit to, to learn. You got an alpha, bro? Learn, learn a lesson. I truly believe every single person on this earth should get knocked on their ass once in life. I'm talking knocked on your ass so hard you need help to get up. There's way too many soft people with no backbones nowadays, and it shows. And he's out here uh, talking over country music. This guy <laughs> is the worst kind of person out there. I mean, you faux tough guy, mm-hmm. you know, thinks you're, uh, you know how the world works. Nah, man, this dude, he doesn't deserve a mullet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let, let's listen to the last one here before we make a decision. Uh, this guy, uh, you know, a little, little bit of a hillbilly perhaps, uh, but it has something to say about getting his heart broke. Yeah, I thought I'd felt some dang heartbreak before, but I ain't never felt nothing like this. This girl just told me we can't be together because she's a candy corn and I'm an asparagus or some, <laughs> something. I don't even know. But anyway, I'm about to go in here and eat. I'll catch y'all on the flip side. That man's from North Carolina. Mm. <laughs> I feel like I, I can hear it. Young enough to possibly have a mullet. Oh, man. I will say that two out of these three guys are wearing hats. And uh, this last guy's hat has a uh, a mallard on it. A I duck. I think number two may have a mullet. Hear me out. I think he's got a hat on, and it's like a little bit of that mullet showing in the back, like it's a baby mullet. It's not like what mm. we're used to. More it's, like it's a ducktail. Like a, it's giving. You know, he's trying to fit in with the new age mullet. Mm-hmm. You know, talking over the country music, trying to be in with the scene. He's got but, a, he's got a seventeen percent APR F Ford F two fifty loan out right now. That kind of dude. It's giving me that or. Also, I, yeah, I don't know. That's that's where I'm standing. I, I, I'm going with number two, uh, the baby mullet uh, energy. There. This is tough. Uh, number one was my favorite. He was my favorite guy. Mm-hmm. I love that guy. I love him running his mouth. But I'm 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 I, I'm with you. I think he had short hair. So I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go number three. I'm gonna have to go number three. The man who got his heart broken. He did. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's he's heading into some place to eat. I'm just feeling multi-vibes from him. All right, Fred, time to make a decision for the win or the loss. Who do you think has the mullet? I have no idea, but I'll go with C. Sounded like Joe Dirt. And that, my friend, is correct. (laughs) 
I told you number two didn't deserve a mullet. Audrey, what's funny is that you were actually incredibly accurate with the baby mullet, but it just belongs to number three there. So Let me see what these guys look like. Yeah, I mean, like the guy, they look exactly like you'd expect them to look, and number three was the one that had the mullet. So congratulations, Freddie. This is Dave and Mahoney. So Mahoney, we have a follow-up to the 84-year-old and 85-year-old that were fighting each other with canes in a retirement facility. Remember this story? I mean, they were they were kind of going Jedi on it, Dave. You know, you got a cane. You know, maybe one has a sword in that cane. Maybe they don't. We don't know. But they were going. They were they were they were getting after it. One of the most memorable videos that I've seen on the internet in the history of the whole internet is when those two old guys were fighting each other outside of what looked like could have been an apartment building, maybe a retirement home. You know the one I'm talking about? They were like Italian or something, right? They were like punching and kept missing each other and falling over. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But you don't hear a lot of stories about an 84-year-old and an 85-year-old going to war most, physically. Most, yeah, or the if you heard about, heard about them going to war, it was when they were 18 and it was World War II. Uh, you know, it's... Uh, at that age, most of the fight's usually out of you, but these guys feel... They were, they were rowdy, Dave. The 84-year-old was arrested after he allegedly used his cane to attack a fellow uh, individual living at the assisted living area. Will not be prosecuted in the case, so that's the update. Uh, Paul Wentz had been in the cafeteria for breakfast back on June 16th when an 85-year-old man approached him and asked him how he was doing. And, <laughs> and Paul said, I'm tired of your BS. And then allegedly used some other profanity. And then as the 85-year-old was walking away, he took his cane and whop. Dude, whopped. he Tony Harding? Mm-hmm. He Tony Harding, that old man? He, uh, he was later interviewed by deputies and admitted that he had tapped the other man. But the prosecutors indicated that it's not pursuing the case because there's an there's an issue with the victim slash witness, meaning that the 85-year-old didn't want to roll over and talk to the cops. Or does he just not remember? Or he may not remember yet. Yeah, you know, and I think the moral of this whole story, Dave, uh, when you're old, you can just do whatever the hell you want. Yep. Yeah. yeah no, man, there's no consequences. You're 85 yeah. years old. You slap the hell out of whoever you want. I am so looking forward to getting that age. I don't know exactly what age that is. Like, I don't know if you have to be in your 80s in order to pull it off, but we've talked about this before, Audrey, where old people will just cut in line. They did it to me. There's some old lady in Skechers cut in front of me at a Starbucks. Like, what am I going to do? And like, what are you going to do? Like, like, nothing. Nothing. You're going to sit there and you're going to like about a punk. It. Yeah, I yep. took it. I, she punked me yep. you got out, punked man. out. That's happen- that happens to me all the time. I was actually at a, 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 a like a fajita restaurant, like a, a Mexican place uh-huh. where they are famous for their fajitas. And I was sitting there waiting with my wife, who was pregnant at the time, holding a car seat and waiting in line for a table. And this old guy just came in and just walked in and, and sat down at an open table. And they didn't say anything to him. Somebody came over and started serving him. It was like a 45-minute wait. I'm like, really? You're going you're gonna to cut off the pregnant lady Yep. He's already been there, Dave. He's yeah. like, I've already done this damn about your kid. twice over, nope. man. I had a family in another country that I was having to go and visit <laughs> whenever I was in war. Like, come on, man. He's He's got you two times over. He's like, he's, I'm just ready for some fajitas, man. I'm going to die at any minute. <laughs> but just so you know, when you get to your 80s, you can have all the fajitas and cane violence that you want with no consequences. No consequences. That's the America that we love. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Audrey, you and your boyfriend are having a little bit of an argument right now about uh, money and how money works. And I don't know. I think I might be on his side here, but tell us what's going on. Audrey, you know what? I'm on your side. He's wrong. And Dave's wrong. Thank you. You haven't even heard what's going on. Doesn't matter, Dave. I just know. (laughs) I support women. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Mahoney is a man for the women. That's right. So, uh, yeah, no, we're having a little bit of a conversation right now. And he actually did it very slick. So, 
I wore an outfit yesterday that I really enjoyed. Was and that your Andre the Giant one no, piece? No, it was my Andre the, the, was Audrey cool. the Small. Yeah, Audrey the Small. It was, it, Andre it was, small it was like piece. a full one-piece bodysuit. It looked but cool it, as hell. If I was, was going to have a wrestling moment, it would have been yesterday. I it was want a one of those. full one-piece suit, but it also had like full legs to it as well. Yes. Like normally you see like the, the singlet... Uh, that the wrestlers wear, and it's more like a, like shorts. a bikini cut, right? Yeah, or shorts, yeah. something like yeah, she that. She wasn't going share. Yeah, you know, this, was, this, this was a whole like it went down to the ankle. I but but it. I, I asked her, I'm like, how did you even get into I that? I climbed thing? on in. <laughs> One pale leg at a time, like the rest of us, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is pulled on on up. Uh, but yeah, no, so I ended up buying another color um, of that same. Outfit. So the, the one you wore yesterday was black. What other color did you say? Kind of like a mushroom. Okay. Does that make sense? Wait, it's like, like, like a green gray? gray? It's like or? a grayish brown. You don't worry about gray? No, so it's not like that. Yeah, I was no, it's say, not like, like gray. sweaty, you start like sweating. I was so showing everything gray. Okay, okay. It's kind of, yeah, it's like a mushroom color. Okay. I don't know how else to describe it. Like an earl tea, like a tea, okay, okay. Yeah, tea yeah, color. Okay, yeah, sure. So anyways, um, so I was like so excited because uh, it was so comfortable and I told him and I was like, yeah, I bought another one. And he goes... Huh. Have you ever like gone through your account to see how much you spend online? And I was like, hmm, why no, would he, why would he say that. these horrible words to you, Audrey? Like, what do you mean? So, but my my head, I started thinking about this after he he mentioned that. I was like, my the way my brain works, the girl math in me, if there is a small eensy weensy purchase that I do in a day and like I don't eat out or if I don't go to Starbucks, or, you know, I'm good on everything else. That purchase, that eensy weensy teeny purchase, it's voided. Yeah, if it's under like, what, $50, $75, <laughs> that's not a real purchase. Yeah, that purchase is 25 no. bucks. Are you kidding me? That could have been lunch. Real. I could have gotten the yep. lunch instead. Gas, so, three, three gallons of gas at this rate right it now. It was free. That outfit was free. 100%. He, here's the problem, though, is that like, if you get into this, because I've been in this situation, too. Like, my wife gives me a lot of guff. She's like... Why do you own so many shoes? I'm like, I like shoes, and I think I'm having a midlife crisis. Don't judge me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it could be worse. Take yeah. the shoes. Yeah, the, the shoes or a Corvette and a mistress. Like, what do you want? But so long story short, um, when you get into this argument with your significant other about the Amazon purchases, and then the boxes keep showing up, I don't know if he does this thing with you yet. I mean, because you guys are still pretty new in the relationship, yeah. all things considered. But my wife will do this where, like, I'll be sitting on the couch, watching the game or whatever, just relaxing, and an Amazon package will have arrived, and I don't know it. Uh-huh. And then she'll just bring it over and slowly set it right in front of me and kind of give me that look mm-hmm. and then walk off. Like she's not buying new beds That's and what couches I'm and she's like stuff. She is, she is purchased <laughs> blind to herself. She doesn't. She, every day there's crap showing up, but yet somehow I'm getting guff for my fourth pair of Nikes no, this week. You know what I believe, Audrey? The woman should be in charge of the household uh, finances. Yeah, Shut man. up. You know what? Shut your mouth. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, you man, no. Actually, don't give me that responsibility. <laughs> I want him to do all of that stuff because, Bills, I'm just a girl. What do you mean? So, <laughs> I'm literally a girl. So, but again, like, it's just so funny, Dave, if you're in this kind of boat, too, where certain things, I find them to be free. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, I am. She was free because it could be a mistress. It could be. <laughs> it could be a Corvette. <laughs> the math, it equals out. Although, what did that shoe do, huh? <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Do you have a complaint? Yes. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY. This is the voicemail. Um, so my grandfather has been in an assisted living facility for the past couple of years. He's 93, but here's the thing. This guy has tried to escape three times already. 
The dude packs up a suitcase and literally tries to make a run for it. Message deleted. That is just Let so the man sad free. To me. Uh, so I used to work on a lawn maintenance crew uh, many years ago, and we would mow grass, and it was at a re- it was like at a retirement, like an old folks' home, and it was high stakes drama because we would have our little weed whackers and we'd go into like the interior courtyards to you know trim up the grass and you know they'd just be having like a little social hour hanging out but they were like you cannot under any circumstances no matter what they say let anyone out because there was a contingent of these people that were just trying to escape it's just like it's just uh, i feel like there's just got to be such a it's just got to be so demoralizing, that thought of just your independence gone. Like, you've spent, in this case of her grandfather, 93 years of your life. And sometimes, I mean, I get it because you can't take care of yourself anymore. Yeah. Like you have to be in those situations. But if your mind and certain parts of the day, if it's still, you know, cognitive and you're still understanding that you're a 93-year-old man who is literally not able to leave on your own accord, I feel like that would just be so tough. That's tough. So hard. So my grandfather, he's 89. He lives in, it's not an assisted living facility, but they have like doctors on site. They have nurses and stuff. It's an independent living facility. It's like that hybrid sort of it's thing. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. but he's got, he's got a place there, you know, as he, as he got older and, you know, my dad was the one who, you know, probably talked him into going there originally. And my grandfather did not want to do it. He's like, he's like, man, I just, cause he's the most independent, strongest just did everything, had everything lined up, just did not want to, he's like, doesn't want help for literally anything. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, my grandma passed about, you know, like 13, 14 years ago. So he's been, you know, he's been alone in that in that regard. And he, uh, he, he did not want to do it. He fought my dad on it like tooth and nail for a while. And then he, you know, he's like, all right, well, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a try. And then, you know, after about two weeks, he's like, this is the place. It's because he realized all the honeys in there. He uh, he became very popular. I bet he did with a contingent of uh, women. Yeah, who are he, he had. Let me tell you about this drama. <laughs> Multiple suitors. He had two girlfriends <laughs> oh at once. He oh had my. two girlfriends. He had two in his eighties, in, in, in late eighties, yeah. and he uh, and now eighties. <laughs> And now, anytime I, because I've talked to him, you know, my dad, uh, my dad unfortunately passed, and I, I was talking to my, you know, every time I see my grandfather, I'm like, you know, you can come live with me, you, you know, we can come out here, you can come, and he's like, nah. He's like, hell no, nah. man, I'm getting nah. the he's, he's ladies. Like, he, he's like, he is, uh, he's got, he's only got, he, he, he kicked one of the, one of the, one of the girlfriends to the side, so he's got him. He's got a main lady now. You know what's lady. so okay. wild about those women he, in the he ain't 80s? trying to go anywhere. <laughs> Your grandfather has taken advantage of the situation because those ladies in the 80s, they were already built. Like, they already knew that their husbands had other people. Like, oh. so, <laughs> so they're just like, you got two girlfriends? All right. Yeah, I know what my, it's like. my first husband did the same thing. Uh-huh. This is Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, you earlier, blind, had Audrey's back when we were talking about the purchases that she likes to make. Let's see if she has your back because you and your wife have been going through it over something very serious, very near and dear to your heart. Uh In fact, Audrey, I'll quiz you and see if you can just guess what it is right off the top. Uh, Mahoney, on his birthday, received a gift, or so he says, from this particular establishment and inspired him to go to that establishment that day. Chipotle. Chipotle. Uh, because my own Dude, gets- I got to drive through Chipotle one mile from my house. How do I not go there? Dude, there's so few drive through Chipotles in America. 
I'm blessed. <laughs> you are Hashtag blessed. blessed. That yeah. is blessed. Yeah, I got those little, you know, those little little, little prayer emoji hands that like, <laughs> I get, that's what I'm doing right now. Little, little, the hands up, the thumbs are touching. Praise him, uh, capital H. That's right. Yeah, man. Like, I'm lucky. <laughs> there's very, you know, like, there's, you know, there's like maybe like, what, 100 houses in my neighborhood yeah. that are, are, are as close to that thing. So, you know, I, I'm so you're just. you're in and out even too, because sometimes Chipotle would be taking a long time. Well, this one, it's like you, you, you put it on the app, you drive through, takes like one second. Dang. It is an amazing operation that they run near my so house. So what is going on with you and your wife? Like yeah, what? If, you're, if you're so hashtag blessed, then what's the problem? Here? I am hashtag blessed. Uh, Audrey, would you like to agree uh, sight unseen with me right now or if not? If it has something to do with Chipotle and your wife, I'm going to assume she's not wanting to eat Chipotle, and I feel like... I'm going to go ahead and say I agree with you because Chipotle feels like it could be kind of healthy. That's what I've said. You know, like there's a, there's like, so again, there's the drive through Chipotle. I don't love cooking. You know, us living apart right now, you know, like cooking for one person sucks. It does. It's not great. It's just, you, you, you don't really want to eat like leftover chicken and rice for four days. Yeah. Or broccoli or Brussels sprouts or just little oh. baby carrots, nothing, you know, all day, every day. No, man, like I get home from the show and like I, there's there's a route I could take where I hit the Chipotle app. It's got my order saved. I hit one button. It pays for it all in one fell swoop. Do you know where that spot is? Like, oh, dude, I can do it blind. Light? I can do it blind. <laughs> like, I, you could blindfold me. You could do, like, you know, like Luke in, uh, uh, you know, uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Or, you know, like you blindfold me. Boom, boom, boom. Put him in a swamp. Excuse me. A New Hope. A New, a new Hope. hope. Yep. You know, and boom. Yeah. I could do that with the app. But my wife thinks that Chipotle is fast food. And That's I tell not them, fast food. And I'm like, it's not fast food. It's like I'm paying $14 because I had guac. I'm fancy. <laughs> or burrito and some you know, guacamole That's and chips. That's not fast food. Fast food to me constitutes like McDonald's, Taco Dude, Bell, Chick-fil-A. They got a grill. They I mean, it's grill. fast casual. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and it's say that. that it's like super, super, super healthy. But in the grand scheme of like things that you can get... Uh, at lunch that would probably be healthier than fries and a burger, mm-hmm. I would definitely... I mean, it depends on what you're getting. Yeah, I but mean, like the bag of chips. Like, ever since you said that about... Not every bag like, of chips. Not every Ever thing. since you said that about chips and tortillas, it has messed me up. That The, the fact that, like, four, <laughs> four chips, chips is, one whole is case eating a whole... A whole t- tortilla. Tortilla, yeah. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty awful. Whole fried about, ass tortilla. you think about a whole bag and you're like, hang on, so I just had a burrito, some guac, and 30 tortillas. I don't get guacamole every time on the uh, side. But this uh, is good fat. That is, yeah, that's a, that's a good fat. But the chips, good for you. The chips aren't really the uh, aren't, aren't really that great. But you know, so she's she's like, nah, man. Like you got you got to start. I'm like, I'm gonna make bad life choices. I feel like I'm making the better of the bad life choices right now. Dave at Ed Mahoney. The worst cover songs on the internet have landed here for your enjoyment. Yeah. It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Curtis is joining us for a round of Cover Your Ears. Curtis, these are some of the biggest rock songs of all time. So you'd think it'd be real easy to go, oh, yeah, I know that one. And you probably will go, yeah, I think I know that one. But some of these cover songs, boy, they are uh, real inventive. We have the most popular one at 1,700 views today. The first one we're going to go with only has five views. And Curtis, let the full uh, 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. Uh, But good luck to you. You got a couple lifelines if you need it. Here is song number one. You're the cutest thing that I ever did see. I really love your peaches, want to shake your tree. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it all the time. Oh, 
It just feels like when the Laura tab kicks in, right? Like it's just like, what is happening? Felt like I was having a stroke there for a second. Curtis, do you know it? Yeah, it's uh, Steve Miller, the Joker. There you go, brother, on the board with one. No need to use a lifeline on that one. Uh, The next one here, 1,700 views on this one from Julian C. Am I getting through? Or do you please yourself? When you wake up, when you walk up. I love me some Julian C. Like, we need to have a party (laughs) and have him just... Play in the living room. That's That's right. That's where I feel like he'd be set up, right? Hell yeah. Just get get a PA system. Yeah. That'd be great. All right, Curtis, do you know it? Oh, the song name's slipping me, but it's Def Leppard and... um, It is Def Leppard. I can't think of the the song name. You can use a lifeline if you want, or you can just take the half point and run with it. Take the half point. Let's take... Take the half point. All right. Uh, good call. That's uh, that's Love Bites by, by Def Leppard is what you're looking for there. Hell of a rendition by Julian C. Mm-hmm. So this next one here, uh, 272 views. This is from Six String Steve. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's, uh, let's have a listen. 30 more seconds on the clock. Broke a thousand hearts before I met you. Break a thousand more, baby. Before I am through, wanna be yours, but it, baby, yours and yours all alone. But I'm here to tell you, honey, that I'm okay. Uh, somebody call the po- a single string. Yeah, somebody call the police on that man right now. He is a murderer. You are <laughs> six strings, Steve, and you don't have a guitar. Not like, one string. I will fight you. Not even a G string. <laughs> all right, Curtis, do you need some help on that one, or do you, do you think you got that uh, yeah, acapella I think rendition? I need some help on that. One. Okay. I think I need some help on that one. You want to tag in? Audrey's shaking her head. No so way, man. I got okay. you. I was listening to the song two days ago. Were you? Yeah, because we were talking. My wife and I were talking about like, how did the nurse know from the moment that you were born uh-huh. that you were bad to the bone? Bad that is. George Thurman. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was too that was, off. That was, I would have never got that. That was a, that was a tough one. All right, so you got two and a half points. You need one and a half more in these next two. Audrey is still available as a lifeline. The next one here, only fifty six views on this one. Stop it right there. Not terrible. What do you got there, Curtis? Uh, Roll on the river, CCR. Uh, That's yes. what I would have called I mean, it. You are you got the CCR part that is, and you got the right song. That's just not the title. It of should the song. be the title. What's the title? Rolling. No. no. Rolling down the river? No. I mean, that's the song. But that's the song. That's the song. Come it's on. That's the title. That's the song. That's, that's, that's the, the name of the song. The we can't give, we can't, give them the, can't give them the point. Well, that's dumb. You got half a point. That's totally well, the name of the song. That's a, you, you did just need a half point on What's that one. What's the name one, of that so song? It's Proud Mary. That's Proud not Mary. the name of the song. <laughs> Nobody ever goes, let me let me hear Proud Mary by CCR. It's always rolling down the river uh-huh. or rolling. All right. So <laughs> you, you got a full three points. You need one more full point on this last one. Audrey's still available as a lifeline. 216 views on this one. Here we go. 
Well, I'm standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona. Such a fine sight to see. It's a girl, my lord, in a flatbed Ford, slowing down to take a look at me. Come on, baby. Don't say maybe. I gotta know if your sweet love is gonna save me. Acapella is hard. It's very, very hard. You even say save me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you know it, Curtis, for the win, or do you need uh, some help? Take it easy by the eagle. There you there go, brother. Go, there there you go. you go. And well I still done. think that you deserved a full point yeah. on number four. That's just me. Wrong song time. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. All right. Does anyone else think that building in Dubai is too tall? It's the tallest building in the world. Real cool. Now, can we not build anything taller than that? They're going to fall over. Message deleted. So, tall building in Dubai, sure, too tall. One uh, thing I learned about Dubai, though, is that you're not allowed to drive crappy cars. Like, all cars have to be, like, of a certain, like, level and caliber in order to truth? drive them Dubai's around. Dubai's a weird place, man. <laughs> it's so strange. <laughs> like, because it's, like, supposed to exude wealth, right? So, like, if you are living there and you have a car, you have to have it of a certain... It's like you have to have a skyscraper and a Mercedes, but don't show your shoulders. What? The name of that building is the is the Burj Khalifa, which I've seen some videos. Uh, and it's 2,722 feet high. 2,700, so it's like tw- 270 stories tall. Essentially. Wow. Yeah, That's I mean, wild. that is... There was like, I think it was like Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol that I think mm. shot some stuff on there which was wild but i got no desire to ever go to any country that like they ban alcohol and they have like they treat women like second class citizens well i mean they have the dubai clubs and you can like behave however like in the clubs they they, have alcohol there but then they decide you know if you're going like again foreign country weird laws especially when there's like a lot of blue laws that are going on hard pass for me always. Yeah, going to jail in a foreign country does not seem Well, I mean, you see me. a lot of Americans traveling there. So, I mean, yeah. I feel like it's, there are certain areas where if you're willing to spend, they're going to let you behave in we the quarters that kind of, of that money. Isn't that, uh, isn't 100%. That cool? the, uh, the, the morals depend on how much cash you get. Yep. Actually, uh, 100%. Because you see like videos of girls who are in Dubai partying like and doing in the club stuff and they're like literally dressed how they would be in America. Yeah. But I mean, you have money. And then they decide to just keep them there. That and that does. happens. Please leave a message after the tone. Okay, uh, you know, it sounds like fun, but would end terribly. Renting one of those electric scooters they have at some places. I know I'd end up hitting a curb and wrecking myself within minutes of renting one of those things. Also, doesn't it seem like most people who are on them have had a few? Like, there are a few beers in at least, right? I literally just saw a TikTok about this yesterday from a nurse who works in the ER that she's like a trauma nurse, like a head trauma nurse. And people just fall all the time. And dentists are saying, do not get on these e-bikes. Dude, if you are over the age of 30, pass Pass. on that. Like you are going to hurt yourself. The, The guy who created the Segway died on a Segway. Dude, I saw a dude launch himself in San Diego when I was down there not too long ago. 
He was on one of those scooters, just didn't see a curb, was just whizzing along at full speed, and just boom. Oh, man. Scooter stops, and he just goes, wing. Every time I see somebody on a scooter who's an adult, I, you, you know they're drunk. Oh, for sure. No there. reason. So I've crashed on those scooters twice now. Of course you have. Why uh, would you ever oh, get Chris. on one, Chris? Chris. Because I like to live life by the You're edge. You're going to no. die, man. No, like, no, we here's, need you. no, here's the terrible thing. I was riding it once last summer, and I had a lady on the back holding on to me. And oh, Did you not afford no. her bike? <laughs> she was all right, but I had like a whole bruised side. Like they are so, I mean, 17 miles an hour on those things. It doesn't seem fast, but when you're on it, yeah, it's terrifying. It's yeah, so when you fall. My boyfriend's always like, let's ride on one of them. And I'm like, I know my strengths. And it's not e-scootering. E no, you know what you, you, know what you do? Why don't you, you be a man, call us an Uber, and we'll be fine. <laughs> no, and we'll be just driving in the car. And he's like, those look kind of fun. And I'm like, absolutely not. He wants to stop and get in a scooter? I rode one home Monday night after the game, Mahoney. Oh, you would. See, I mean, some <laughs> people would just would. love that kind of thing. Like, yeah. that hints the, why they're so successful. Can't confirm Chris was drunk. Please leave hey, a message after the tone. Hey, what's up, Pam fam? You're one of them super rich, uh, fancy peoples with one of them in-ground pools. How many towels do you have? And do you have a towel for everybody that comes over? Or does everybody have to bring their own towel? And does one turn a shower towel to a swim towel? How does that whole process work? And then what's the conversations when they turn into a sex towel? So many towels. So how many towels you got, brother? Let us know. Message are you deleted. a serial killer? So Why are you I'm, talking like that? I'm glad that you asked because I have recently learned about towel etiquette you bring from my your own wife. towels? Uh, no, you not, not, not necessarily. If I was going to come over to your house and swim, I'm bringing my own towel. See, that's your own choice, though, but we would also have a towel ready. You don't have towels big enough for me. I got plenty of big towels, big, trust you me. You don't got towels that are big enough for this big old bare body I got. How big of a towel do you require, sir? Big, big old, they big have six foot towels. Yeah, there's a, oh, no, I, I want, plenty of big towels. I got towels way bigger than that. But there is At least the, a 10 footer. There is towels that are pool towels and those towels are never the shower towels. Ever. 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 If you are at a hotel and you take your towel that is from your hotel room down to the pool. You're trashy. You are trashy, <laughs> and I literally will judge you Absolutely. until the end of time. Don't come out here and put that little ass towel onto your towel. big old beach ah. chair. What are you doing? This is the so Dave cringe. and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So we've talked a lot over the years about, you know, people not making enough money in this current environment and how inflation has gone nuts and how entry level for a lot of very important positions like teachers, for example, is far too low. But they did a survey recently, and I'm curious what you guys think the correct number on this is. They did a survey recently and they said, hey, what is the minimum amount of money that you would be willing to work a full time job for as a U.S. citizen? What do you what do you think that number came in at as of July of this year? I mean, I feel like that's a a, a real interesting question. It just depends on where you are, you know. Yeah. They they say you don't really know the value of a dollar until you don't have any. Yeah. So it's like, what's the minimum? Like, where am I at? Right. <laughs> you know. Have I hit like, rock do bottom? I need do I need to keep a roof over my head? Do I got mouths to feed? Like, here's there's that that's that's you know there's a lot of factors that go into it for sure. So, I mean, obviously, if you live in, you know, downtown Manhattan, that's a lot different than if you live in Indianapolis or, sure. you know, some other cities. There's a huge swing in the cost of living. We yeah, you live in uh, the middle. You, you live in uh, the middle of Minnesota, you and know, that's a, a small, tiny town, you know, yeah, the Brainerd, Minnesota, where I yep. grew up. That's a lot different cost of living than the Bay Area where mm -hmm. you're getting taxed to death as well. 
in this case, though, and this was surprising to me because it's a lot more than I thought it was going to be. The average amount that Americans have, the average lowest wage that they'd be willing to accept for a new job, $78,645. In what world? Right? In what world? That's the lowest. Get out. I mean, like... That's a $6,000 jump from July of 2022. What? And what, what, what is kind of astounding to me is that when you think about that being, I mean, is that just people being like optimistic? Like they're saying that's the lowest amount that they would be willing to accept and then really. Well, I mean, but we hear $78,000 a year and we're thinking about like in 2019 money. I feel like yeah. a lot of us are really still having this pre-pandemic mindset of like where we were four years ago, three years ago now. And we're just not living in that economic state but where, at all. Who's paying more? Like, that's, that's the that's thing. exactly like, what that's I think the thing. Like, saying, if I'm being honest, like, my skill set has not dramatically improved. No, it has not. double what it was See, what in mean? 2019. But that's the thing. That's the, that's the problem, is that it doesn't mean your skill set doesn't have to improve if everything else around you is inflating. I mean, you'd like to think that, right? I, I mean, mean, yeah, but I mean, like, I shouldn't have to, if everything around me, if I can't afford to live or get gas or get groceries based off of where I'm at, and my only solution is to go to, like, Nowhereville in order to, like, make $50,000 a year yeah. work? I mean, but that's kind of where the country is at this point, you know? I mean, that's, you say $78,000, the average U.S., the average U.S. salary is like fifty-eight thousand dollars a year. So you're still you're seeing like a twenty thousand uh, dollar you know gap between what it re, you know reality is. And when we say average, there's still uh, many below that. This so makes me think that people were like since like there was a census in California and in New York. That's what it sounds like. But this is a nationwide survey, which is what really surprised me. I mean, seventy-eight thousand dollars. It's a lot of money, uh, but the other interesting data point in this is that they said that they, the a- average expected likelihood of working beyond the age of 62 was 47.7%. That seems incredibly low. Doesn't that, it? That, like, that, that seems like, in what world? Like, I'm not going to be able I to mean, retire what, at our, 62. Like I got our parents kids. had, you know... It was a it was a it was a better path for them yeah. when we were young, like housing, affordability, and stuff like that. And all of our parents are over sixty, and they're not retired. I remember talking to my grandparents, and I mean they're they're past now, but I mean my grandma lived to be a hundred years old. And you know I'd been in the in the radio industry for like fifteen years or so when we were having this talk, and she's like you know asking me about the pension plan that we have. I'm like, what are you no. talking about? Like yeah. there's a 401k that yeah. doesn't get matched by the unless you're a public servant. Like there's no, no there's no pensions anywhere yeah. anymore. You, it's 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 on us. Yeah. And here's the thing, I like we do we do well. Things yeah. are good. We're not retiring at 62. No, no chance. I mean, no, nope. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Glitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So I don't really know exactly who was asking for it, but Frasier is coming back. You know, I really enjoyed Frasier when it was on originally. Uh, my parents loved that show. I don't know if that has anything to do with why I ended up getting into radio, but I remember specifically watching it every Thursday. It was a part of the must-see TV block. Mm-hmm. But we bought, my parents bought, my mom got a Jack Russell Terrier because of Eddie, the dog, oh, really? of that show. Oh, that's funny. I mean, I used to like the original Frasier. It just seems like, you know, like with a lot of the cast kind of breaking apart. Unfortunately, John Mahoney passed, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, hopefully this is good, but it's coming back. It's going to be on Paramount+, Plus, and uh, the premiere date is on October the 12th. And as we know, um, you know, it, it's very easy. As some, you know, people that have been in the radio business for a long time, if you have a 
Saturday weekend night show on an AM radio station in Seattle. You can definitely afford penthouse. a penthouse condo overlooking the It was the, the 90s, city. though, Dave. Is that what yeah, it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Prices were much cheaper then. <laughs> much cheaper. And also, you know, his dad did live with him as well. That's true. Uh, so, and a way you could have a live-in uh, uh, nurse for your dad yeah. as well on a weekend uh, radio host salary. So, tragic situation for Caleb Farley. If you're not familiar with him, he's a cornerback for the Tennessee Titans. His house just exploded. I saw that. And his dad, unfortunately, was inside at the time, and he passed away as a result of it. Uh, there was somebody else that was injured. But, I mean, this is a multi-million dollar property on Lake Norman in North Carolina. Beautiful home. And How does the house explode? I mean, so they're, they're checking into is the natural like the gas, gas lines. Line? Probably. Like, it's the only thing that make would make any sort of sense. I mean, it's like, because it leveled the house. Like, it is just so wild to think. Something like that could happen. He's about uh, to own hell. whatever company that was. I then. mean, I guess, but like, if that's geez. the if it's a line, I mean, that is something that I'm surprised. Do they not feed into the other homes as well? I don't know, man. You know, maybe somebody left a stove on. There could have been a leak in their house specifically. Mm. But the fact that um, it just leveled the house is just a yeah, devastating so situation. Uh, so Mario is moving on. Uh, Charles Martinet, the original voice of Mario in Nintendo it's games. It's me, Mario. He's been the same guy since the '90s, and he is finally stepping Dude, this down. This makes me so sad. He like he has like embodied. And again, I know anybody can do a stupid Mario voice, but he was the guy who kind of gave Mario his first voice way back then. And you know, he's still in good health, it seems, and the fact that he's moving on just kind of makes me sad. It feels like an end of an era. Well, so he's moving on, but he's not, like, fully moving on. He is still going to be a, quote, Mario ambassador, so he's going to travel around the world promoting the beloved plumber and signing autographs and performing different Mario Nintendo... Mario Yes! Him and Luigi are plumbers. What? Did you not... The, I don't do think I knew his, his job. I, I didn't know. I literally didn't you know. Wearing, know. Well, yeah, you wearing overalls? Overall, the little hard hat, the, the belt? I just thought that they were just weirdos in overalls. I literally, I had no clue that they were plumbers. They climbed through pipes. See, but games. like, I just didn't, it didn't connect. Like, I just huh. thought they were just like jumping down in a pipes to go into like other worlds. And like, you, I didn't you think didn't it had see anything the Mario to do. Movie They're not like out here with toilets. Like, yeah. I mean, it would have been a little bit more like obvious if they were like working on toilets. Uh, Audrey, you are literally the one person on planet Earth that, that did not know this. I don't, I don't think that I'm alone. 833 Yo Dummy. I'm not alone. You Stand can call or text today. us, but I don't think that anyone. Did not know that Mario and Luigi are plumbing brothers. There is nothing other than casual green pipes to say that they're plumbers. They're not out here with the like, whole storyline. There's a Mario movie that just there came was out a where they're Saturday plumbers. morning TV show. I never watched the TV show. I have not seen the movie, and the entire time I've ever even once played the game. So you're telling me that I'm supposed to know that they were plumbers as they're climbing on top of a dinosaur? Well, like, yeah, that's I mean, a part of the plumbing community? Yeah, absolutely. There's lizard. just nothing yeah. that says plumber about them. <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. So we know Dave was quite the shoplifter back in his day, but like, what about the rest of you? Message deleted. I never stole anything. I mean, I that's had because such, you were an only child who got everything. That's that he not wanted. true. That's true. I <laughs> had such a man. I had such a guilt complex as a kid. I was with a friend who was shop. I knew was shoplifting, 
And I had I left the store because I did not want to be associated. What a terrible Dork. ride or die and, you are! Well, he was nerd. He he was he was a like big corp is like he was oh. a piece of garbage too. You know, like uh, later on he was shoplifting. Never bogs. do this to Kmart. No, well, it was, because it's it not, was a locally owned grocery store, man. It wasn't even a chain. Are they stealing apples? He was stealing pogs. It's a pog. Pogs was a thing. It was a game we played in the nineties. Oh, okay, where you had these little cardboard uh, circle things that had stuff printed on them and then you would just hit it was a made up game that they used to sell us crap what a square you so were if you, you left didn't the store steal then what did right you now. do what i was did i was a, i was a really good kid that's the thing you like were my, a fighter not like not until i was like 18 high school went off the rails some but like i would say sub 15 years old I was I was a model student. Like okay, but I mean, my parents like probably thought I was going to be like a doctor or a lawyer and be a productive member of society. And then here, you know, then I just like fell in with the wrong crowd, start smoking weed, drinking all the time, trying to get laid, and then my life just spiraled. I feel like fifteen to like nineteen is whenever you do a lot of I was your a dumb dirt stuff. bag. It was just uh, yeah, those are the worst years of my life. Just dirt bag stuff. Otter, you ever shoplift? Sure. Recently, I was stealing thongs. Thongs. From Ooh. Wet Seal. Ew. What the, what's it, it's called Wet Seal? Yeah. It was a Ugh. store back in the day. I don't know yeah. if I want a thong from Wet Seal. <laughs> they <laughs> were the best thongs. And whenever I was like, again, probably 15 years old. And it, I don't even think Wet Seal exists anymore. Like it was yeah, one was of those it? like early 2000s store. Like, he was married to Heidi Klum though, right? For a while. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. There's a rose on every thong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris, yeah. shoplifting? Why would you assume that I ever shoplifted in my life? <laughs> I, I, I bet you've shoplifted in the past six months. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But here's your embarrassing story. I got caught shoplifting when I was a teenager at, at JCPenney's, like, stealing jewelry. Oh, <laughs> and, jewelry and, from the And when they caught me and they had me empty my pockets, they noticed I had stolen some items from the Disney store oh, for my girlfriend the at the Disney time. Disney store. I stole her some, like, Minnie Mouse earrings. And I they <laughs> walked me down to the Disney store to return oh, the items. Man. And I'm forever banned from the Disney store. That's one even exists. That is straight comedy that you stole <laughs> so, Minnie Mouse you, earrings and got caught. Are you legit That's, banned from the Disney <laughs> store for <laughs> life? For life, yeah. Because I, I got banned from Blockbuster Music for life. But jokes on them, they went out of business. I think the Disney store, no, they no, don't they exist, still have, They still have Disney stores in, like, uh, like a lot of... <laughs> Uh, one of those outlet malls yeah. and the Orlando airport. Audrey, Wet Seal was a thing until 2021. Looks like the oh. uh, pandemic killed it. Oh, no. They were selling their stuff on Walmart, but even uh, they didn't make it. <laughs> no, pandemic. the pandemic and Audrey's rampant theft Man. put them out of business. <laughs> Your voices are so soothing, especially Dave and Mahoney. You just, you make me feel so calm. I think it's because you remind me of my ex-boyfriend. He had such a wonderful voice. My ex-boyfriend was, oh, I don't want to go there. But, you know, you guys, you really are so awesome. Message deleted. Yeah, anytime that you want to call us and have us whisper sweet nothings into your ear, that's that's kind of what we're here for. $6.99 a minute, though. Yeah, $6.99. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, you ever call one of those? Are you skimming off the top? You told me it was $4.99. Well, you know, I'm the manager, so... (laughs) Taking your twenty percent. Huh? That's right. That's how. That's how management uh-huh. works. Yeah. Did you ever call a nine hundred number when you were? Uh, Dude, I was so hard up when I was when I was a kid. Just to anything like it was the Sears catalog with yeah. women in bras. Like we didn't have access. Dude, to, we were the horniest like I, little perverts of all time when the, we were young. There was a like nine hundred number that you could call. It was like one nine hundred get sex or something like that with two X's. 
And I would just call it just to listen to like the, the intro hi, you call the naughty yeah, lines. Yeah, that's the same thing. You get all the way to the credit card information yeah, and be like, like, yeah. Click. Gross. <laughs> no, that was the AC guys, you're, you're doing it wrong. Because if you called a 900 number, they would bill your cell or just your, your home, your home bill. Oh, really? So you oh, had yeah, to call you had the, the 800 You had number. to call the, the poor kids like we did. We would have to call the 800 number like 1-800-HOT-SEX-1 and to, to, to hear whatever the message For a real was. good time. Call one nine hundred. Yeah, they prompt you for the nine. Why was that enough for us? <laughs> See, I did not even know this at the time, but Directv, you know, like in the six hundred channels, it's all like the porn channels. Uh-huh. And whenever I was probably about 14, 13 or fourteen, I found them, and I had no clue you that like Spice TV that dude, they were going to build a. They build. My, I, I yes. walk into the laundry room to my mother weeping, <laughs> crying her eyeballs out. And I'm like, what's wrong? And she goes, what's wrong? What do you tell me what the $770 bill is? 770 you little I bought porn for a month. <laughs> Be on the Dave and Mahoney Show by leaving a voicemail. At 833-YO-DUMMY. So I feel like butt dials are mostly a thing of the past, thankfully, with, you know, how quickly you lock a phone nowadays. But I disagree. You do? Okay. I find myself butt dialing, not so much with my ass, but like a hand or you hit something like when you're trying to like update your map and it'll just like freak out, especially if it, like you get a little bit of water on there. Oh right. my and gosh. And accidentally call the wrong person. I accidentally butt dialed one of our old coworkers like a week ago. And so, I didn't even know it until, like, they messaged me. And he was like, hey, like, I'm on air. And I was like, oh, dang, sorry, dude. Sorry, I didn't even know I called you. So it happened to us as well. And it was almost as bad of a situation as can happen. So our house, you know, has been under construction. For those of you that don't know, we've got four young kids, seven, four and a half, three, and one. Um, and we've been looking for a new babysitter, but my wife didn't want to have a babysitter over to the house when it was in total disarray, which makes sense, right? I mean, you don't want to, like, bring somebody into a construction zone with four little kids. Well, so we finally found this new babysitter service, but in order to get the babysitter service, you have to have a recommendation. So somebody has, that is already a part of it has mm-hmm. to basically kind of, like, grandfather you in because all these babysitters, you know, like they're background checked and they have CPR certified and all that, that stuff. something that, you know, obviously there's a high need for yep. and not a huge supply of qualified background check babysitters. They're like, I get that. And so there's a process where you you kind of interview them, but then they're also interviewing you and talking about you know, the kids and if there's any anything special requirements that would be necessary and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And so my wife ended up doing the call with them last Friday. And we had planned to have that babysitter come on Saturday, the following mm-hmm. day. And we're- You go with that old babysitter? No. So it's a brand new babysitter. First time ever using I mean, the like- service- He's talking. Like oh, elderly. No. So that was the other thing is that this babysitter was pretty young oh. too, which I'm like, no, nah, man, we got to get an old, like an old grandma to come like, you know, watch the yeah, kids because that's the best. They're awesome. Kids love grandmas. But anyway, long story short, you know, she goes through the process and she goes, great news. We got approved to use this new babysitter service. And I'm like, that's great. Well, Saturday morning rolls around and we're going to go out to breakfast as a family. Now, I don't know about you guys when you go out to breakfast, but for us, it is total chaos because you got four little kids. It's, you know, relatively early in the morning. They're all at the point where they're hungry. And so they're just being total maniacs. And we're in the car. My wife's doing things like, all of you sit down right now. Buckle up or we're not going to breakfast. This is why dad never wants to take everyone to breakfast because y'all are too wild. And I'm like, See, yeah, that's right. That's kind of what I was thinking. Like, that is such an interesting move that you guys choose to take the kids out for 
breakfast. My, my wife loves going out to breakfast. I hate it. But I do it because my wife likes it. And so that's just the compromise that we have. I don't want to go. She wants to go. Is breakfast we, like her favorite meal of the day? She loves going to breakfast. It's her favorite thing. Yeah. So we compromise <laughs> and go to breakfast. <laughs> and so long story short, she's yelling at the kids because they're all being wild and won't shut up and sit down and buckle up their car seats. And I'm also like, have her back. Like, that's right. We're never going to breakfast again. If you don't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Co-sign. Daddy said. And then she, she looks down and she's like, uh-oh. And she realized that she had accidentally, because her phone was in her hand, mm-hmm. accidentally called one of the most recent numbers, and it was the babysitter service. And oh, I'm like, oh, no. no we're gonna get so did now. you say that this is exactly how I want you to talk to my kids when I'm not here? <laughs> nope. We just hung up and pretended it didn't happen. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, I'd like to apply for the position of Audrey's giggle guy. That way I can wander around behind her checking out her butt all day. <laughs> message that's deleted. not what a giggle guy does. Guy, no, that's that's a jiggle guy. There's there's a difference. And you're not. Yeah. That's not a job that is uh, currently in need of a uh, position. That's that's are, filled. Are you uh, are you a fan of this guy's laugh though? Checking out her butt all day. No, this guy uh, gives me real weirdo vibes. He uh, again. Like I think he's called before, and I've said it then, and I'll say it again. Remember that bad guy from Men in Black, the first movie? Uh huh. Sounds like that guy. What if we slow it down? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I don't like that. We got yeah, a volunteer. Yeah, I mean, like, 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 cool, man. <laughs> like, you just keep, you living, just keep on, keep on listening. I'm, sh- I'm sure that <laughs> and if you he, keep asking, she's going to eventually say yes. My boyfriend's going to love it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Even without being, like, creepy talking about her ass, like, dude, you got to have a good laugh. And I don't think he's got a good enough laugh to be a giggle guy. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. actually. That's a great point, Mahoney. Got to have Play a good that laugh. man's laugh again. If, if I want you to be my giggle guy, you've got to really... Come in with a laugh. Got her butt all day. <laughs> no, man, you're out. No? You're oh, out. man, I like it. You can look at my butt all day, buddy. Have any of y'all taken Spanish? Be honest. It's horrible. Okay. So, um, y'all taking Spanish? And if so, tell me how to deal with it. Please. I don't like that class. Message oh, deleted. so she's, I guess this person's like in high school and having to take her first foreign language Dude, class. I, I took three years of Spanish. You don't like learning. Yeah, <laughs> I, had, I didn't feel like learning same. Yeah. I had such a crush on my Spanish teacher. That helps. And I, she wasn't really a Spanish teacher because this is, you know, Missouri in the 90s. Uh-huh. And so there wasn't like a whole lot of Spanish speaking going on there mm-hmm. at that point in time. And, uh, but she was hot. My Spanish teacher in high school got fired. For? For showing the class 40-year-old virgin. Really? That's not enough <laughs> reason. Clarkson. <laughs> she got fired. It was wow. a woman, too? Fired? Yeah, fired. Jeez. Please leave and it was the kid's fault. The kids were the ones who, like, kind of, like, tricked her into, like, showing the movie. Yep, fired. Dave, did you take, I mean, how many years did you take? I took French. Uh-huh. Oui, oui. Croissant. Because my mom spoke French yeah. fluently, and so I thought that would be a little easier, and uh, I was wrong. French is pretty tricky. I feel like French is kind of like one of those, like that in German. Like mm-hmm. you, There's like one country you can speak that in. There's like, it's probably one, so there's probably a former French colony somewhere else that speaks, but like Spanish, 
Like, there's a lot of countries. But aren't, like, Spanish and French, like, similar, at least in some ways, that they say that if you can pick up Spanish, you can pick up French pretty easily? I mean... Like, and vice versa? I I mean, German is wild. (laughs) Like, German and, like, Dutch, are you joking? Like, anything that's just, like... (laughs) Like, nah, man. Like, I just feel like I would just be crying, because in in class, I would feel like I was just being yelled at. Yeah. Hi, guys. So, um, who has the biggest IQ on the show? Message deleted. Me for sure. Well, if we ask any of us, uh, we're all going to say ourselves because we're narcissists. Dude, earlier I 100% today, would test higher than everybody here. No question. I solved no the problem, and I, I immediately said my brain was so big. No, but IQ out. does not directly correlate to actual smarts. It's just your ability to learn. Mm-hmm. And I think like, I you have, think the you have the greatest ability. ability oh yeah, to learn. I just I, I wasted mine. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I, I'm a, I'm a waste of high IQ. That is. So on brand for you to say. I, I have the biggest IQ. I just choose not to show. Uh-huh. I just choose not to have a high IQ. I so, could. I so could. much potential, yeah. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs>